Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the MAGA Fantasy Football Podcast, along with my co-host, Rocco. I'm Anthony. Rocco, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? You know, great week. Halo dropped. Forza dropped. I won a game. And uh, a lot more happened. It was a great week. Great fucking week. What's up with you? For a second week in a, in, a, in a row. So that's doing real good. My computer here is all bugging out on me. But Rocco, let's talk about you. Rocco, you had a big trade. Oh, yeah. This past week. And it oh, came yeah. clutch. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. What, what went down? Okay, so... I tra- I sent um I sent Leonard, Leonard Fournette, and I sent uh, Aaron Rodgers that prick. I sent that cunt. I sent them to FYT, and FYT sent me Mahomes and uh, I forget the name of the running back in Kansas City, but he's the starter now since uh. E. Williams. Clyde- yeah, him. Yeah, you should have took the starting running back. I don't know why he took the backup, but that was your call. Oh, you know, I think Mahomes is going to help you win another game or two. We got mm-hmm. four games left, but mm-hmm. let's go into the recap of week 10. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, all right, here we go. Game of the week, Humphreys Red Rockets, 116, taking down Beetlejuice, 85, ending their five-win streak. That was the a big Finstones, win. Yes, it was. Big win, back on the win column. The Finstones, 94, over Team Blessed, 60. Cocky Jays, 120, over Darth Van Der Resch, 85. Defending champ, fuck your team, 96 over average shows, 76. The Oreos, 145. Ho, ho, 145. How about it? 84. How about it? Bottom two teams both getting a good win, but most impressive, Rocco. Finally cracking the big score. You got the highest scoring team of the week for the first time this year. And it was against the first seed, the Elite. Mm-hmm. For any updated standings, you can check out the Instagram uh, later today. The Week 11 Power Rankings will be released. And now for ten Week 10 game notes. Uh, the Finstones and Orioles both won their game, so their elimination number stays at two. But with four weeks to go, they might have to win out or they might have to win three to get that six seed. Um, the Elite have been in or tied for first for 57 days now. Wow. Congrats. We gotta, uh, keeping track of this because I think this is a record. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a big lead. I mean, holding that lead. Um, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like when a WWE champion, right? When they're, when they're champion for like 420 days. Exactly. Beetlejuice season high win streak of five is over. They fell to Humphreys Red Rocket. So if you look at the game of the week's record, Beetlejuice dropped to one and three in game of the week, and Humphreys Red Rocket has a lead leading three and zero record in game of the weeks. He has the best record there. And the Elite and Humphreys Red Rocket, their magic number for a playoff berth falls to two, and a clincher moves to three. Week eleven, big week, must win games for some people. Versus Beetlejuice, the Elite's the favorite. You have Fuck Your Team versus the Finstones. Fuck Your Team is the favorite. Humphreys Red Rocket versus Average Joes. Humphreys Red Rocket is a favorite. Darth Vander versus the Oreos. Darth Vander is the favorite there. And Pop Jays is the favorite over Team Blessed for Week 11. Uh, the must-win games, like I said, the Finstones and the Oreos, that's a no-brainer. Um, I'm t- 
taking a guess that fuck your team really needs to win this one. They're battling for that sixth spot. The sixth spot is going to come down to them or Team Bless, and I don't think Team Bless has the team to compete for a sixth seed. They're probably going to fall. And also, Team Bless, they had a difficult year this year. They started 3-0, and and you know what? They were talking shit, and now they are 2-5 and in their last seven games. So that's what happens when you talk shit. I mean, um, you know, you you kind of you spearheaded that campaign that Mike Mike's team sucked, that Mike's team was very lucky, that Mike's team rode the coattails of one player, one player only, and uh, then you see what happens when that one player gets hurt. You know, not yep. not what I'm saying, not because I'm not a person who should talk about anybody's record or points or players or anything, but just pointing that out. Oh, you're nice. Exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on to Rocco. Hit us with the team of the week and bust or busts of the week. Um, I'll go busts first. Um, I'm gonna give it to Mike's entire team. Well, no, that's not really fair, but I will <laughs> give it to a lot of guys on Mike's team. Not to keep picking on him, but you got um, you got his quarterback Baker Mayfield. To, um, hold on, Rocco. We have to go back into uh the records here. Um, I know Joey and Average Joe's. They had a low number. Did they mm-hmm. get sixty or was it lower than sixty? So he got top of your head. Do you remember? I don't know what week it was, but one week he scored like fifty-five or was it sixty something? Was is sixty the lowest right now? I don't know. Um, I mean, right now I'm looking at last week's scores. I mean, Mike only put up sixty, but I don't know about I don't know about Joe's team. Um, I'm pretty sure there was one. I'm pretty sure there was a week he put up like fifty-nine. Yeah, and I could try to look for it. All right, well, that's not important, but let's go on with the uh, – so, Bus is Mike. You said Mike's entire team. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean his entire team because he had a couple good players, but if you really look at – if you know, majority what, you know of... what it is? He, he, he traded for Murray, and then Murray got hurt. Right. This is, I do not like doing trades like Thursday. Because if you're playing – if you're making a trade – like, for example, he traded for Murray, mm-hmm. and the trade was accepted. The league was voting on it. And during the game, he got hurt. Right. I would have waited till after the game to accept the trade. Right. You know? But that, that's just me. Well, I mean, but then you have certain guys like you who will put a trade up for 20 minutes and take it down. So, <laughs> I mean, sometimes there's guys that you want, you you know, you know, you you, you should do your due diligence on, but you end up, you know, having to grab them. Because if you don't <laughs> take them now, you may never get the chance to take them again. Yep, that is true. All right, so what else with Bust of the Week? Are we doing there? Or we, or we oh, yeah, yeah, Bust of the Week. You, you got quarterback Bake, uh, Mayfield. Um, He was projected for 31. He only put up 10. You got a guy like uh, A.J. Brown projected to put up 11, only put up 2. Um, T.J. Hawkinson was projected to put up 7. He put up 0. And the Cleveland defense put a negative 3 on the board for Mike. So um, there were a lot of guys who underperformed this week. Um. I could you know, easily have said yeah. that the Cleveland Browns are a top five defense. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They are not. But, you know, I'll go with those guys. All right. As on to... of the week. And team of the week. Maybe. Yes, no. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You disconnected. Uh, I didn't realize that. Team of the week. Starting. With my quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Second, I mean, um, running back with number one, which is a guy I didn't start. 
but that backup running back, I don't even know his name, Daryl Williams, uh, running back two, was a guy I don't even never even heard of. I'm not gonna say his first name. So his last name is Stevenson from the Patriots. Patriots, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Wide receiver, my wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Wide receiver number two, Stephen Dig, Diggs. Uh, tight end, Travis Kelsey, of course. Uh, as in the flex, my wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. Uh, kicker, Zane Gonzalez, and the defense, Dallas Cowboys. And that's my Debo team of the week. Samuel is not on your team of the week. Who? Debo Samuel. He was. He was. He was wide receiver number one. Oh, I, I, I didn't hear that. Okay. Okay. No, no. It, it was. Your, your team yeah. was team of the week. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I didn't start one of them. That's big week I mean, for the Orioles, man. Oh yeah. One, two, three, four. I had four out of the ten guys, and, and one of them was on my bench. All so. right. It was a big week for the Orioles. Big week. Big. Only good week. Only good week of the season. Let's go. All right. Well, you know what? We got four weeks left. You're right there. You're three. You're three games back of the sixth seed. Uh, you just need fuck your team to lose. Team blessed to lose, and you just gotta win. You know. But um, if you if you beat me two weeks ago, I'm not I'm not ragging on you. But if you beat me two weeks ago, it it would have been a little easier. And and I believe that there was one game that you were winning. I forgot what week it was. You were winning, and then some guy just got like two three touchdowns, and then you lost. But, yeah, yeah, against two. No, because Derek Carr, right? This mother flower. He overthrows Waller twice. 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 One, one, one would have been a like a 50-50 ball. I would have gave him that. But, I mean, there was one where he completely missed him. I mean, Waller just ran a go route. It was wide open in the end zone. And Carr completely missed him. And, you know, he fumbled and threw two interceptions. So that yes, was negative six points right there. The game. All he had to do was force overtime. That's all he had to do was force overtime. But, no, he couldn't do that. Nope. Fucking asshole. That's why he's my backup. Backup for life. You took him in like the seventh round, bro. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure to Kyle Murray. Yeah, that's true. All right. Good job, Rocco, there. Now we're going to move on to our favorite reporter, Todd. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, what's going on, my friend? What's going on, Toddy? How you been? I'm doing good right now. Uh, I'm a little upset. A couple of my favorite owners had some uh, tough weeks this past Sunday, and they did not win. But, you know, happy to again to be on this podcast and talk to you lovely people and uh, recap the week that was. All right, Todd, let's do it. Let's see if some interviews for week 11. Well, we're going to do something special tonight. I'm going to have two interviews, and the two people I'm going to talk to are the people that are host this podcast. <laughs> you didn't fuck your team? In my honest opinion, the two teams that picked up <coughs> week were Humphreys Red Rocket and the Oreos. So I wanted to talk to these two guys about uh, their thoughts on the wins they had this week. And I'll start it off with uh, the Oreos, even though they beat my personal favorite friend, Brian, who is the owner of the Elite, and pretty much spanked them 145 points. Well done, Rocco. Big win for you. Second win of the season. Uh, thoughts on the victory and uh, your thoughts on how your team performed? Well, you know, we really tried to win because FYT <laughs> said that me and your brother, no, I'm sorry, not, not Todd, not, not, not I'm confusing. I, I'm delusional. Me and TJ Commissioner that we like losing. Well, did we lose? No, we fucking won. We came out and we won. And we're going to keep winning. The both of us are going to keep winning. 
because we don't like when we get we get shit talked by FYT that his quarterback is the leader of the COVID squad, can't get vaccinated like a fucking <laughs> asshole. And I'm glad that the running back is hurt too. That if you get vaccinated, you can still get COVID. Well, that's not the point, Levita. We're not here to discuss COVID or or the morality. Let's keep it the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick to football. Well, he shouldn't have lied because that affects his on-field performance. Him getting the vaccine affects his on-field performance. All right, it's just like getting a a booster, like a tetanus shot, or or you know. Like a quarter zone shot. It's the same thing. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. All right. So, that, yeah. So, thanks for the answer with that one. And then my second question to you is you made a big, big trade this past week and you made a huge change of quarterback. Out is that prick, as you like to call him, Aaron Rodgers. And in is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's all come about. Who contacted who, who, contacted who between you and uh, Vinny, the owner of Fuck Your Team? Uh, what led to you guys talking about doing a Patrick Mahomes trade? And, I mean, it turned out to be a big move for you because Patrick Mahomes played by far his best game of the season. He racked up over 60 points and looked like the Patrick Mahomes of old. And maybe, just maybe, if he keeps playing the way he played on Sunday night, maybe we'll see more wins for your team, Rocco. But thoughts up, but give me your uh, details about how this trade came about and your thoughts on the performance of your new quarterback. Well, I mean, Rodgers has had an uh, average year all year. Um, his team in real life has been doing great, but he hasn't been putting up the numbers I thought he would from the reigning MVP. You know, he's really not lighting it up. And uh, you could see he got that new girlfriend of his, um, the vaccine. All that's distracting him, right? So after this guy got COVID uh, from a Christmas party, right? Not like he just got COVID out of nowhere. He voluntarily got COVID, right? Just want to put that out there. But this guy, um, he's just he was just a risk at that point, you know. I mean, how many more times is he gonna get COVID? Is the NFL gonna suspend him? Um, are they gonna really punish the Packers in any way? I mean, they put fines, but I mean I mean that would be a pretty big deal if they would suspend him. I mean the NFL doesn't I mean it seems like the NFL just wants to go after whoever they want to go after, right? So um how it how it started. Um, I put it out there that I, I didn't want this guy anymore, especially after that terrible performance by Derek Carr. You know, I don't want to call him garbage. I really don't. Cause I love the man to death. He loves God, and I love him for loving God. He's just not doing it either. I mean, he put up some good numbers in the beginning of the year, but without rugs, I mean, that offense is just falling apart. Um, so Vinny reached out to me. He said, hey, I love Rodgers. A little bit of an emotional move. I said, you know what? Send a deal to me. Um, he sent the deal to me. You know, I'm I'm very heavy on running backs. Um, I'm extremely heavy on running backs. I got Chubb. I got Jacobs. Uh, I got Williams. Um, you know, I, I got the running back from Tennessee, the one that's backing up AP. Um, when Chubb got hurt, I signed the only running back available on the Browns. So I didn't really lose anything with Chubb, you know. So I'm just, you know, I, I'm really essentially traded a running back for another running back. Um, so anyway, Vinny facilitated the trade. I, I and you know, with the Chiefs, they were really bad. Probably the worst you've ever seen Patrick Mahomes. Um, even the worst you've ever seen Andy Reid's offense, because he got Alex Smith looking like a that first overall pick that 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 he that he was selected to be. You know, like 13 years later, he finally made him look like a stud quarterback. Even back then, but um, I knew they would put it together, especially against the Raiders. I mean, if there's one team that kills the Raiders, it's the Chiefs. So I, I mean, I just uh, I pulled the trigger. 
you know, Fournette's been a good running back for me. Not a great running back, but like I said, I have a lot of depth at running back, and I really need a quarterback, and I really need to do something. Because what am I going to do? Just not win another game? I mean, I don't want to get hypothermia. I don't want water balloons, frozen ice balloons thrown at my face this year. I really don't. Okay. Because I hate the cold. I really hate the cold. So, um, yeah. So I'm glad, really glad so far it worked out really well. Mahomes literally put up half the points I got this this week. And he put up 60 points. I scored 140. But, um, yeah. Really happy with the trade, and Vinny seems very happy with the trade too. Uh, just to clarify, did you call Derek Carr garbage? I did, I did, <laughs> I did call him that. Okay, that's a good one. I'm going to use that one for now on. Thank you so much, Rocco. Uh, thanks for the chat. Thanks for the chat. And now I'm going to talk to uh, the other host of this podcast, uh, the owner of Humphreys Red Rock, Mr. Anthony Labita. Uh, a big statement win. This past week, you knocked off the hottest team in the MAGA Fantasy Football League. That, of course, is Beetlejuice, who were riding a five-game winning streak. Not anymore. How about it? Uh, just, just your thoughts on the victory. Your team played really well. You ended the five-game winning streak of uh, Beetlejuice. Your thoughts on the victory? Let's, let's just face it. Beetlejuice does not have that good of a team. Oh. Okay. Ooh. He has Stafford, which was a steal in the draft. He has Adams. He has Eckler. And he has Kittle. And that's what does he got. Brown to Art. Maybe he does have a good team after all. But I took him down. All right. I took him down, and that, that's all that matters. None of his players decided to show up. He only got 85 points. He was projected to get 121. He didn't even reach that. He didn't even get 90 points against me. Um, and you know what? I really hope, or I wish like week one, if you go back to that, I demolished him. So I, it's a season sweep for me against Beetlejuice and that I'll, I'll leave it as that. It's a sweep. All right. So you get the victory against Beetlejuice and now you are tied for first place with the best record with the elite. Uh, mm-hmm. Points wise, you're not in first as the elite has the most points still in the league, but yep. you're neck and neck with him right there. And we're getting close to playoffs. We have four regular season weeks left. Uh, and of course, the top two teams that make the playoffs do have that first round by how crucial is that for you? Are you worried about that? Do you want to get that first round by or are you just focused on making the playoffs because you have the confidence in your team that will go all the way. Just your, your thoughts on the standings right now and the opportunity to finish as a top two, maybe first place in the uh, league and getting that first round by. Um, is it important? Yeah, it is important to like have a break for a week, but I really don't need it. Um, last year I didn't have it. La- last year I was two and six and I made six and I made a great comeback. With like eight wins, and I, I got the sixth seed or the fifth seed, and I went right through the playoffs to the finals, and I lost to fuck your team. And then when I won two, three years ago, I think I had a second round bye. I'm not pretty sure. I, I think I did. So it really doesn't matter if you have that bye. It's just a break for a week. But if your team is that good, I don't think you should have a bye. Show show your team that you're good. Beat, beat three teams to win the championship. But you know what? It is good to have the bye. I'm not saying I want the bye. It's always nice to have it, but you really don't need it. Okay, well, I want to talk about some other stuff because, as you guys know, no commish, 
this week for the podcast. Uh, he had some personal into and the commissioner who I'm personal friends with. As a matter of fact, I uh, I would call I, I would call him like my brother. He's really like my brother. Uh, <laughs> commissioner. Yeah, so we have a tight bond and uh, fortunately couldn't be on the podcast, but he wanted me to give you guys this message because you know, it's been a fun like, it's been a fun fantasy football season, you know, a lot of competitive games, the standings are getting a little bit more interesting now, but there's also been a lot of problems around this fantasy football league with some stuff off the field, not so much stuff on the field, some stuff between the owners. And you mentioned earlier, uh, Anthony, Chris Friedman, the owner of Beetlejuice, who you beat this past Sunday. Like you guys have had a lot of problems. He specifically has been having a problem with you. I mean, earlier in the year, there's been a lot of allegations about you harassing him when it comes to making trades and the whole stuff of making trades and then canceling trades, making trades. And uh, Chris just felt that he was getting harassed. And personally, to, no offense to this, Anthony, but I, I kind of felt where he was headed. I think you were going a little bit too hard on Chris when it came to the trades. But then we had a big development, I believe, over the weekend where Chris and Lenny, owner of Darth Vader Ash, were in trade negotiations. Apparently, word got out to you, Anthony, that these trade negotiations were going on. And it seemed like you put yourself involved in this trade uh, to without the knowledge of Chris Freeman. And Chris Freeman was not happy about it. He felt like you were tampering with the trade allegation with the trade negotiations. That trade ended up not going through whatever it was. We, we don't know the full details of which players were involved. But, I mean, the big picture is that Chris and Lenny wanted to make a trade. Anthony got himself involved in these trade allegations without the knowledge of Chris Freeman, owner of Beetlejuice. And Chris is filing um, tampering charges on you, Anthony. And the commissioner wanted me to let you know that. The commissioner's going to take, take a look at it. And he's going to make some decisions. He's going to make a decision soon about where we are going with this, but uh, uh, just, just your thoughts. So, what was the mindset with that? And and, and Chris does have the proof, um, uh, text message wise, that you did get involved with these trades without his knowledge. So, just your just your take on what the heck is going on here, and um, yeah, what were your thoughts on this allegations being thrown well, out? I wasn't involved in Chris Freeman. I wasn't involved in it. I was I was sent a text saying, "Hey." Henry's on the trade block if you want a tight end. So I'm like, all right, let's talk. We're making a trade. And then he told me that there's another team involved in the trade. So I asked, who's the team? He told me the team. So I texted them at the same time saying, hey, I heard, I heard we're all interested in the same players. Why don't we do a three-team trade? I was told, suck my left nut by one team. <laughs> and the other guy was like, nah, I don't think I can do this three-team trade. And that was it. I wasn't getting involved in anything. I would just simply put out an offer, and I was declined the offer, and I move on. That's it. I wasn't tampering with anything. Well, that that's your side of the story, but Chris Freeman is the victim here, and he basically said that you tried to fuck his trade negotiation with Lenny. I you did. got involved. But, but not, you, you can say that, but, but I, this, this is what Chris is saying. Chris felt that you tried to fuck with his trade negotiation because he found out that he and Lenny were trying to make a trade. So you had to get first, yourself first involved, all, first and Chris all, felt that he was being a victim of tampering, and I think he's got a pretty good case here. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Like I said, the commissioner right now has his ta- his hands tied at the moment, but he's definitely gonna over. He's gonna take a look at this. Uh, this. Go ahead, look into it. I'm I'm clean as a cucumber. 
it's pretty hectic very wild chris obviously not happy with what's going on he wants something to get done so yeah the, the commissioner will overlook it for sure and we could get a decision within the next few days we shall see but uh uh, just keep your eyes open. That that's just what I'm telling you. This is coming from the commissioner, who, like I said, is a very close friend of mine. He's kind of like a brother to me. So yeah, my hands are clean. I wasn't. Inv- I didn't intervene with nothing. I was told, "Hey, Henry is on the block." I'm like, "Okay, this is my offer." And then I was told, "No, I can't because I have another team interested." I asked who that other team was, so I figured out from. Uh, Darth Vanderesh, who he wanted and who he's getting rid of. So I simply came up with a three-team trade. I asked both teams, are you interested in this three-team trade? They both said no. So then that was it. That was it. Okay. I, I didn't tell anybody not to trade with Beetlejuice. I didn't say that. Oh, cool. Clearly Chris had a, had a major problem with it, and he wants something done. Go ahead. Okay. I, there's nothing to do. I didn't do nothing. Okay. I'm, all right, that's uh, pretty much it for the interviews. <laughs> I, I think he's just mad because he will never win a fantasy championship again. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that, that shall be it for uh, the interviews this week. So All just... right. Well, my co-host vanished. I don't know where he went. Mm-hmm. And then that will wrap it up for episode 12, a little spicy spice to end it. Oh, we, we got to do game of the week, right? Oh, game of the week. Where are we going? Game of the week. Uh, just looking at the standings right now, where each team is at, I kept the simple this week. We have a one versus three matchup, the elite taking on Beetlejuice. It's pretty much a big game for both teams. Cause right now the elite still in first place, but if they lose and Humphreys Ray rocket wins, he could be out of first place. And the injuries are starting to pile up with the elite. Their depth is starting to become more in question, but they are expected to get a few guys back. Uh, Dave Montgomery is coming back from his bye week. We could be seeing the return of Deandre Hopkins, who's been out for the past two weeks. So, And for Beetlejuice, five-game winning streak ended. Looking to redeem himself. If he loses, that makes it two losses in a row. He could definitely see himself fall down the standing. So it's a, a pretty big matchup for both teams, and it's going to be a tough test specifically for Beetlejuice because his top quarterback, Matt Stafford, has his bye week. So he's going to be without him. He's going to have to pick up a quarterback off the waiver wire. We'll see who he decides to go with unless he makes a trade by the time the week starts. But, yeah, that is the uh, matchup of the week, the Elite versus Beetlejuice. Game of the week. And just a reminder, this Saturday is the trade deadline. The the trade deadline is 11.59 Saturday night. So if you get your trades in by Saturday, you'll have them for the next week. If you want players for this Sunday, a trade must get done today. Today's Tuesday. The episode gets out on Tuesday. No, I'm sorry, the the, um, the trade. Yeah, the trade must go through on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. for it to uh, be processed by Sunday and that will wrap it up once again uh, my co-host vanished I don't know where he went but thank you for Todd and we'll catch everyone next week with episode 13 already of the podcast episode 12 was good and it's on to the next one so long everybody Hey, bring it back, bring it back. Now tell me your money and make it stack. I'm on the next one.